This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome into the Divas Dish. I am Cherie Taylor, along with my co-host, Elise Riley, the weekend diva of Magic 98.9. And along with us, Miranda Asan from The Block. Miranda on The Block, also a diva here with us inside of Odyssey in the Greenville Market. How you guys doing? Feeling good. Feeling, Feeling good. good. Oh my gosh, Miranda, it's been a it's been a while. I forgot to turn your <laughs> mic back on. You had a coughing fit. I'm like, why is she low? It's been what? How long since you've been in front of a real microphone? Oh my gosh. I mean, I have mine at home, but it just feels good to be in the building. Exactly. Instead of people on the other end of Zoom, where they're just like playing with their cat or watering their house plants or I don't know, doing whatever. Mom life. Mom, like, oh my gosh, we all three can talk about that. We can just throw away our topics for today and talk about what we went through for the past year and a half. But it feels like six years at this point, doesn't oh it? Did anybody else give birth? No. Uh. I win. No, I didn't give birth. Mom life right here. I win. Right. Yeah, you had a COVID baby. You were ready to tell the whole office before we went out for the pandemic that, hey, I'm expecting. You had just announced it on the Divas Dish podcast that we ran right before COVID. We interviewed Barry, not Barry McKay, but the one, the only Barry mm-hmm. Manilow. We talked about Copacabana. Mm-hmm. And you said that you were announcing that you were expecting. And Barry's like, oh, Elise, I love that for you. And just all this wonderful stuff. And then the world said, not so fast. Nope, not today. <laughs> 18 months later, finally get to come back in the office. I know. And it's so funny on all the Zoom calls we had, you know, with everybody from our local office, people were like noticing that like there's Elise. They wouldn't say anything that Elise's stomach kept growing every time. And then suddenly, boom, Elise is there with an infant in her hand. And then I would get texts from people, whose baby does Elise have? And I'm like, why don't you text Elise and find out? Yes, that's my baby. <laughs> what a wonderful, you know, maternity leave. I, being a part-time employee, I, I don't have maternity leave. And so I, it was funny, it was a joke with the nurses in the hospital. I was on the air the same day that I had Owen. Mm-hmm. And th- I had pre-recorded my shifts that weekend, specifically because I was supposed to, you know, give birth. And they're like, oh, when are you on the air? I'm like, well, in about an hour. <laughs> and I did Murphy, Sam and Jody from the hospital. And I, I mean, everything... I just kept going. It was amusing because I had to fill in for you, Murphy, Sam, and Jody, mm-hmm. producing the morning that Owen was born. And Sam started blowing up my phone going, hey, I need this. I need this. This is like a day or two later. And I go, Elise is back at work. He goes, what? I was like, are you kidding? We are women. We do what needs to be oh, done. Yeah. I'm sorry. Done. Yep. We get it done. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. I was back at work. I've worked this whole time. 
um, from home. It's been one of those blessings in disguise. Mm-hmm. I um, didn't get, I didn't expect to get to stay home with Owen um, like I did with Ella, and I've been able. He just turned one two weeks ago, Aww. so it's been able that's to be, stay with him for a year. That's amazing because that's what happened to me. Because it's like I have never in my whole radio career got to spend time with my kids during the summer like I did last summer and this summer. And yes, I'm very happy they're back in school. But I did get to have these just like spontaneous road trips or just spontaneous, hey, we're going to go do this today. Or there was no agenda. It was like I got my shift done and then we were going to go have and enjoy life. And I was even able, as my kids have gotten older and their school times have changed, able to transition to doing afternoons now. Because before I did mornings when they were little, little, their dad could get them up and ready and stuff like that. Now that then I did middays once they went to school because so I could be the one to take them to school. Now that they're older, I can take them to school. They can ride the bus home. I can come in and do what I need to do, but I can also have my, as Miranda would say, woosa. <laughs> gotta have that me time. I gotta have that me time before I take them because it used to be take them into, get them up, get them ready, feed them, take them into school, come into work, go, 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 meet with clients, do appearances, do work, do this, do that, do interviews, blah, 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 and then go get your kids and fight 85 traffic to go and get them. Right. And Woodruff Road traffic. I think, you know, for me, I think just being able to pivot. I think we all really recognize that word. We had to figure out a way to pivot. We had to be able to just kind of rethink life. And, you know, I tell my daughter all the time, I said, you were part of history. Mm -hmm. I I think that's just going to be the most cool, you know, the coolest thing for them to look back and look in the history books. And it kind of sounds like the olden days, you know, just picture us trying to tell our kids' kids Mm -hmm. about COVID. And how yeah. like oh, yeah. life stopped. Uh, yeah, and I'm we sure slowed we slowed down. Mm-hmm. Like it just sounds like something that would be, you know. Yeah, when we back hear then. about our grandparents or great grandparents who went through the Spanish flu, mm-hmm. and we see, you know, years ago we'd see these pictures in books of families in masks out and about, and you're like, really, right, really. <laughs> and then of course, even like February 2020, I saw a friend of mine, Rebecca. Our kids used to play baseball together. They went to the same school together. I saw her in an MD 360. We both had flu like symptoms and it was like a a respiratory thing for me something like that for her too and we're putting a picture on social media february 2020 keep in mind a month before everything went kablooey Mm -hmm. we're like pictures of us in masks like you never know who you're going to run into and you know mom's doing this together that kind of thing it was kind of a ha 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 and all of our friends commenting and then next month wasn't so funny and we were not so in anymore Nope, it was everybody. Nope. Everybody. Yep. You, I yep. got to ask you this because I didn't think I'd ever say this, and I said it the other day. Now that masks are having to come back, where's my favorite mask? Do you guys have a favorite mask? Yeah, I got mine right here. Yeah. The one with sparkles <laughs> that we wore out for that event. For yeah. yes, euphoria. I love yeah. a blinged out one mm-hmm. for sure. No, I got animal print. You know me in animal print. I got yeah. an animal print one. I love that one. Mine's floral. It's in the car right now. Because remember we were getting lunch earlier, and I was like, "Dang it, I forgot my mask in the car." <laughs> I know. We walked into Chicken Salad Chick. By the way, big shout out to Chicken Salad Chick because delicious. Uh, delicious. Only that Miranda and I got to split a meal because everybody that knows me knows I only eat a third or half of a meal. But they sent me a thing inside the app because my birthday is Labor Day. They sent me a free chick meal for birthday for my birthday. And I'm like, ooh, so I got this. Miranda was coming up here to meet us. I looked at her. She got 
Perfect timing, by the way, Miss Lady. Perfect timing. <laughs> we just sat back down, opened up the boxes. Miranda's like, hey, I'm here. Lunch. And I'm like, guess what? You want half of a pimento cheese sandwich? Do you want half of mac and cheese? And you're like, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and there happened to be, like, they also gave me birthday cookies. So I've got the birthday cookies to the side. So it's like I want to give a big shout out. Thank you for our birthday lunch. So although they're not an official sponsor of the Divas Dish podcast, we did enjoy the meal. Oh, yeah. They fuel us. They fuel us. Okay. Off air, we were we're talking about some stuff that we will never ever put on air well however Miranda got a little tickled and she goes you know God don't like ugly so I just gotta <laughs> stop saying that so Elise and I are like honey you don't have to say it we'll keep saying it <laughs> and then she kept getting tickled had to bring out the fish, fisherman's friend <laughs> I just keep yawning I keep hitting my button because I'm yawning I'm so tired and I'm me I just keep talking I don't have to talk about YouTube videos or anything like that or excuse me YouTube videos my children like let's talk about something that went viral yesterday we've talked about murder hornets we've talked about this we've talked about that but in New York City the NYPD rescued safely I might add safely rescued are they talking about the 10,000 bees that they removed from a traffic light at 6 and 47th in Times Square or we say Saying no one got stung. Ew. Ew. I don't like bees. I don't either. Nope. I, mm-hmm. I can't even fathom that I'm, many bees. I'm picturing the Danny DeVito. I'm freaking out. Me too. I'm I picturing one person running down the street. <laughs> And the bees would chase you. Haven't you ever seen those cartoons? Hey, I would still be gone. I know, right? Because it's like when a bee stings you, you know what that feeling is. You know as soon as something... I feel like I got shot. I'm I'm literally hitting the ground. Uh, (laughs) 10,000 coming at you. You're like, no! I think that would be worse than a murder hornet. I can't even... I still can't say it because I want to go, murder hornet. Right? (laughs) From last year. You've seen the movie, My Girl. You know what happens when you get swarmed by bees. I know. Like, no. He needs his glasses to see. I know, right? I can't. I don't. I've never been stung by a bee. My mom is allergic. And so I have that possibility. I don't know. And so I don't know. You're lucky. You're lucky. I've only been stung by a hornet. And that was, again, I don't even know what it feels like to get shot. Oh, my my gosh. You were talking about it. And I'm having a recall. It's not like I've been, like, stung up my whole life. But I stepped on one when I was a kid. And then we've got some home remedies, I'll tell you, that my grandmother used to use, which actually do work. Um, And then I remember being in fifth grade, being a patrol, safety patrol, and going out of the office. And there was the glass door. And I was pushing on the glass door and all of a sudden I felt something poke my tummy and then I felt like these tingles all over me and it's just like chills went up my face. I, I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, oh, I got stung by a bee. And Miss Rogers, the um, secretary who was a good f- a friend of my family, she goes, honey, it's like October. There aren't any bees out. I'm like, look on the door. It got me. And so she had to call my mom because I had like a belly, then a baby belly on top oh, of it because no. it just really got me in a really bad place. I'm not allergic to them, but it's like I, I'm just like itchy and all this other stuff. As soon as they hit me, I'm like, ah. But my grandmother had home remedies for that. You can take tobacco out of a cigarette mm-hmm. and put it on it and it will take the sting away see i wish i'd have known that about three hornet. weeks ago <laughs> when ella got stung by a wasp in the lake oh. it was the end of the world that's exactly yes. where i was when i got stung. Yep. <laughs> yeah they love water they love water yeah. it was the end of the world they love the water and they love the sweet smell of your mm. skin too so she yeah. got stung on her toe uh uh-huh. mm. And oh, mommy, I'm dying. It was awful. Did I got she there say like she immediately? <laughs> yes. She was with my parents, and oh. I get there to pick her up, and she's hobbling over like she needs crutches. Oh. Y'all, it was, she's yes. very dramatic. Yes, I was. It was awful. I was going to ask, is it going to be like the Christmas video? 
video. Yeah, it was it oh, was awful. I, said, it. I wish I'd have known that. Yeah, you pull that, that mental note. Yeah, mental note. <laughs> cigarettes, you can you can take the tobacco out. Okay, I was telling somebody this the other day about you know home remedies for this, that, and the other. Um, and I said, yeah, my grandmother had all these home remedies, and you take you know the tobacco out of a cigarette and put it on a burn. That did work, or burn, or a um, a sting, a insect bite, and it'll help. Um, also, if you mix up baking soda with uh, just water like a paste and you put over it that'll help heal it too that'll take the sting out yeah, that and know. vinegar and vinegar i knew vinegar yeah mm. yeah good to know yeah so th- all those things work too so because basically you're mixing an acid with a base and stuff like that so uh i knew that and my grandmother also did this and it actually worked like if you ever had an earache as a kid have somebody that smokes blow smoke in your ear and you kind of hold it in there for a little bit it'll warm it up and for some reason it just like takes some of the pain away oh wow that's weird <laughs> yeah, yeah, all these home remedies. Like That's my weird. my family has all these home remedies, and then of course my mom's mom used to make homemade muscadine wine and her own, you know, her own uh, version of that baby. She would have looked at you and said, "That baby's got a cough. Get her some rock and rye." <laughs> Which does work. Which does that. work. Thank you. But Granny Hammonds, <laughs> let me just say, Granny Hammonds muscadine wine—that was a cure-all for everything. Yeah, I have to try that one. Hmm. Yeah, we got into that one time. As kids, my cousin Donna and I, we got in trouble. It was good, though, but we got in trouble. So speaking of kids and their parents, let's talk about something we've been talking about for a long time. The Free Britney movement. Miranda, I'm going to let you take this one. You're just shaking your head. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm all about Free Britney. I am a big Britney fan. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, I'm just so, I'm so upset about this whole family. You know, here's the dad trying to make it seem like he's a loving father. And he's and he got you know had a change of heart no you still wanted the money you were still focused on your pockets you still don't really care about britney so no. i'm ready for him to go she's a commodity mm-hmm. to yeah. him it was sad and then her sister decided to step in and you thought her sister was going to support her oh no her sister started firing back at her and clapping back at her and i'm like you're living on her payroll too right oh my gosh because they're like in her houses and stuff like that that she's paid for that she's worked for and they're like basically here's your stipend to live off of you can't have any more babies you must must be this. You cannot travel. You cannot date this person and that person and this person and that person. It's just sad how people, when they get so wrapped up in their lifestyle, how they want to continue that no matter you know what it's doing to somebody yeah they don't care they don't care i mean you hear stories about no matter how much of money a family has or does not have if there's something someone thinks that they can gain or benefit Mm -hmm. from it if there's someone that's just that twisted they're going to do that and there's no telling how much more there could have been if they would have just let her live her life Right. You know, like they stifled everything she was doing. But if they had let her have her residency at Vegas and they had let her go on to make more music, there could be so much more than there already is. Because she is a creative person. And mm-hmm. we all know as creative people, if you're not creating, your soul is not being you're not being true to your soul. And then that, you know, basically you you are not putting out to the world what God put you here for. Right. So, you know, yes, she has some issues, but you know where her issues stem from? I, I think I can take a wild guess. Anybody mm-hmm. want to guess? 
I'm not going to say because I don't want to get sued, but I think I can take a wild guess. And we all have family issues and we all have childhood traumatic scars, but she is almost 40 years old. And this woman has gone through so much and she's still living this trauma and these scars. And that's going to be there with her for life. Oh, yeah. Just leave her alone. Let her give her her life back. And I agree with some things that she does because, like, she's posted a couple pictures here and there with her kids. And people are like, why don't you post more pictures with your kids? She goes, it's their life. It's their choice. And I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to put them out there like that because, you know, she lived through that. So she's like, mm-hmm. OK, they don't want to be seen with mom. Mm-hmm. I'm not cool enough for them. That's fine. That's their choice. And we've had that discussion before about our own children, yeah. you know, that we don't really put our own kids out there. We do on our personal stuff, but on station stuff and like that stuff like that, we don't really put our kids out there just for that same reason. Yeah, we talked about in the last podcast. People right. are like, oh, where do you like people? Oh, where do your kids go to school? Ah, uh-huh. I do not say that on social media. That's nobody's business because right. it's scary. I think it's so funny how people feel like they just know you off of what mm-hmm. you post and you know I, you know without saying too much i know sometimes family will be like oh i have i see that you're traveling but where's amara uh. well how do you know she's not the one taking the picture first? Uh, right <laughs> yes <laughs> too, yes just because i don't i love my daughter and we post a lot of photos but just because you haven't seen her in the you know past couple weeks doesn't mean she's not around right i, I know that's just kind of Kind of silly. I know, I get that <laughs> to from make people a too. Like that. Or people are like, um, you know, I, I get that. And I used to get, you know, where they're, you know, where are your kids and stuff like that. And I said, when this is when I was going out doing magic road trips or stuff for work or whatever. Right. And then I said, you know what? No one asked my ex husband, we were still married at the time. No one asked him when he posts something or if he posts something, where are your kids? Right. No one ever asked the dad that. Or, oh, you're going on a work trip. That's good. But what about your kids? They've never said that to a dad. I, I actually had this conversation with the lease about uh, uh, some people that had seen before that like uh, you know versus me always going with my job and stuff like that well blah 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 they didn't take they they had issue with how long I work and my hours and and what I put into my job no one ever says to a man um, I have issues with how much you work and all Mm -hmm. this other stuff they're like oh you're just going out and going for the brass ring we're not allowed to is that that what you're saying you you want a woman that you know can be there not one that's out there living her dream that you can be proud of and say, oh, yeah, I'm with this person. No, the the point is, is I'm going to act like a little baby because you're not here when I snap my fingers. And people just assume if we're doing our job or doing something that we're neglecting something else. Oh, yes. No, no one ever says that to a father. No one it's like, ever says that. It's like, follow me all day, honey, because um, I think I'm winning at this. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. That's yes. just how I feel. Like, if you really are someone that can multitask and, I mean, that's that's what mom that's what a mom is mm-hmm. i mean we're just we know how to do that. I mean, you just gave, you know, and you the example ha- you just gave about you just had your son and then you were still working mm-hmm. and we just get things done. You would kill my soul if you chained me to a desk eight hours a day. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, look what happened. Look what happened to Brittany. They yeah. chained her. They chained her. Yeah. Look what happened. You're mm-hmm. right. Way to end that segment, Elise. <laughs> <laughs> just bringing it full circle. No chains on these three. Woo! <laughs> or Brittany. Nope. <laughs> All right. Talking about uh, scary things that may or may not happen you buy older houses there's things that settle in the house you hear noises you hear creaks you might find something creepy in the attic but what happens if you buy a house during covid you don't do a full inspection on it yeah you inspect it you know there's some crates up in the attic and you finally get around to it like six or seven months later after buying the house you get around to these crates you open them up and it's a crate full of treasures thank god it's not grandma but (laughs) it is old vintage photography equipment different slides 
different pictures and me being um, taking photography classes and I actually have a background in photography as well as radio and videography um, so some of the stuff that they listed was amazing but also some pictures that have never been seen that were take just proofs of Susan B. Anthony and so many more how incredible would that be wow what a legacy to be able to continue to have in your family and passing that down girl they're passing it I on would to sell an auction some of it. I mean I'm not gonna lie <laughs> I was like, I would sell some of it but i would have something that i'm <laughs> i'm looking at the story yeah, like, to pass that on i'm like cha-ching i'm passing on the you're passing, collection passing plates. That on i mean i'm gonna do a mixture of both <laughs> i know i don't right? have any history like that i can say I that know. i have something that valuable um, All right, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what he said. Okay, <laughs> okay. He bought the building with plans to use the first two floors as office space. The third floor, which was meant to be an apartment, had not been occupied for 30 years. The two only made the incredible discovery after they noticed a damaged area of the ceiling that looked like it had floorboards above it. The lucky man had no idea the attic was part of the house. It wasn't in the paperwork, and we didn't do an inspection because we knew the apartment needed to be repaired. Discovered numerous photographs that belonged to photographer James Hale. He discovered the original print of Hale's famous photograph of Susan B. Anthony that serves as her official portrait in the U.S. Library of Congress. The man also discovered vintage photography equipment, old negatives, and outtakes from photo shoots, including more photos of Susan B. Anthony. After making this discovery, photography and history experts were brought in to examine the items. He's now auctioning off many of the items he's found in the attic starting in mid-September. He said many of the items, so that means he is keeping some for himself. I would, because if you've ever been in my house, I have antique cameras everywhere. I have. I used to keep some stuff in my uh, office, like the old reel-to-reel and stuff like that. It was my great uncles and that kind of thing the old projector so it's like i have all kind of antique things like that but that's huge if i bought that i think i would just be like thank you god <laughs> i'm surprised no one's not trying to claim it though you know well he bought mm-hmm. the house you buy the house you buy the contents that's true <laughs> so if it was grandma he would have had to do something with grandma <laughs> Yeah, it all technically belongs to him. Yeah, it was kind of like Al Capone's vault back in the um, back at the '80s. Geraldo Rivera, the investigative reporter, came across something. And he said, "Oh, it's Al Capone's vault. We're going to go in and on live television." He went in with a crew to find out there was like junk in there. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Bless. Bless it. Poor guy. Poor guy. So he went in. And so like recently, some other people were auctioning off stuff that belonged to Al Capone. I'm like, I bet Geraldo Rivera will not be auctioning off anything. Anyway, so Elise, what have you found that's weird in a house that you Um, either rented, lived in, or heard about? I haven't. Anytime we've rented or bought or it's all empty. We haven't. Yeah. I mean, we haven't had anything. The attic in my old house had wrapping paper, like tons and tons of old faded wrapping paper. And it also had um screens but all the windows had screens i don't know why the former owner would have kept the screens in the attic just in case i guess <laughs> but there was also an old ugly 70s chandelier up there i just kind of left it when i moved to <laughs> but there was wrapping paper everywhere so you know what i took the wrapping paper down and i used it because it's paper it's going to get ripped up so i'm sure it's like 40 years old and it was probably vintage and i'm probably going to regret getting rid of that someday but there it is yeah we've never bought any anything or rented i literally can't think of of anything being in there our current 
house when we bought it the lady left paint and carpet samples and uh, she left <laughs> the tree fertilizer your, i think you should do your house like this and hey those trees i put a lot of time into it don't screw it up yeah she was like here <laughs> just in case you know the dog eats the carpet here's a big chunk that you can use to repair it and this mm-hmm. is the color paint i have on the wall in case you chip it like this was the nicest lady ever yeah that was wow really nice. that's yeah, nice she's awesome she left everything it. i'm sure <laughs> pretty sure the person that had the place before me was like yeah i don't want the wrapping paper just keep it lady <laughs> oh yeah i know i just i feel like when we moved out of our little house that we probably left a few things but nothing weird it happens it happens but you know what some people might go oh cool i might need that or some people mm-hmm. might like, yeah whatever miranda how about you i can't think of not one thing um that i've ever found but i just know as a kid if anyone's ever digging in the yard I always did time capsules oh. so i haven't found anything but probably if someone digs up <laughs> where i used to ever live you know, kind of growing up. And Still, the, that's mm-hmm. cool. That's yeah, kind of cool. I just was into silly stuff like that. But yeah, I, would, I mean, time capsule. I think the first one was like a Barbie doll. My first dollar I got. Oh, you know, it's it, precious. It is. So I haven't found it. But if someone digs it up, they'll be like, that's <laughs> that girl on the radio. Like oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> now I'm going to make Ella go and do time capsule in the yard because yeah, that's was, so cool. Yeah, I just, yeah, I used to do stuff like that. Oh, that's <laughs> a really cool idea. Well, see, uh, there's no time capsule capsule in Austin's room, but there is <laughs> a pretty giant job of the head. I, I call it job of the hut's layer. That's what I call his room because like you walk in, he's just sitting in the middle of his bed most of the time. And I'm like, really? I just expect to hear Wookie solo, <laughs> Wookie solo when I walk in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You have a boy. Boys rooms are disgusting. I know. I keep things as clean as I can because I know I, that, you know, uh, one day it's not going to happen. <laughs> I try and sometimes it gets away from me and I just get up there and I'm like, I can't. I'm going to lose it if I stay in here. I am going to go a word we really shouldn't even say on a podcast. And no, we can't say it on air two words one starts with a the other one starts with s (laughs) your moms you know you've all wanted to go that before (laughs) owen is only one so it's not too bad right now but give him 10 years yeah bennett used to be so neat and tidy and this past year he's gotten to where he doesn't want to get rid of some of his stuffed animals because he's at that age where he's fifth grade but he's also still trying to keep his foot in being a child but heading toward teen no i don't want to get rid of this just yet or i don't want to donate this just yet and so we're overrun with stuffed animals and the top bunk of his bed is all stuffed animals and the other day i walked in and they were all on the floor for some reason i'm like were you having a party was there a (laughs) rave i didn't get invited to he goes oh no i just want to see which ones i have because i went to walk in his room and almost broke my neck tripping over stuffed animals i'm like why it's like they do this they have these grand ideas to do this but they don't understand putting it back up even though you say put it back up and then they mar doesn't like to get rid of anything Mm -mm. so normally if she's ever at someone's house or with a family member that's when i'm like raiding her room yes she doesn't really notice it the weekends with their with her dad (laughs) but this past weekend i had something happen to me and i was kind of down for the count right so i was down for the count so um i didn't go in their rooms and do stuff because i was told to relax and rest and that's what i did so um when i get better god help their rooms (laughs) (laughs) i told them i'm gonna leave you both a twin bed and that is it You'll be lucky to find anything. That in your dresser drawers. That's it. Mm-hmm. And your clothes in your dresser drawers. Because my oldest accuses me of hiding his clothes on him. Because I don't want him to have clean clothes. <laughs> 
I hid them in the laundry basket <laughs> that you never bring that down. A teenager just. I know. He's like, you don't want me to have clean clothes, and I'm like, they're downstairs in the laundry room. Go get them. We'll bring them to me. I said, you don't want me in your bedroom. <laughs> and their stepmom actually sent back four bags of clothes. She goes, she sent me this text. She goes, before we drop them off, I want to tell you this. She goes, we went through the boys' rooms and the laundry room and all this other stuff at the house, and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I'm sending four giant reusable grocery bags full of clothes back to your boys that they've had at our house. Because every time they go over there, they take clothes, and they wear clothes, but they come home with one outfit. And I'm like, where are your clothes? We didn't take anything. They don't remember it. I'm like, how can you not remember taking a overnight bag with clothes in it? We don't remember it. And then she goes, there's one bag that's all underwear. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like Daddy's Home too. the movie, uh-huh. like at the beginning where it's like, why don't we have any underwear? The other house is, why do we have so many undies? So it's like, it's just a balance in there. I'm like, okay, so I'm not going crazy. And then I looked at Austin and I said, yes, I was hiding your clothes at your dad's house. That's my <laughs> devious plan. And he's like, I know, Mom. Well, I think we've uh, solved today's world problem. What do you think? I think so. Join us for the Divas Dish podcast on the Odyssey app as well as magic989.com. And, of course, follow us, like us, and subscribe to the podcast as well as the Odyssey app absolutely free at the Apple Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you.